0: Now will you Can it you can Thank sure.
1: those kinds of gracious the son and father the well, we thank you God for getting them the ark, and to allow us to get them in the kind father we pray and God for all these requests and that is spirit, father pray for those who are sick today father we beg you not to go either way like that today father we
0: beg and we'll sneak for the life today father we pray for those in the hospitals father pray those that's lost, and I way to they I pray. And they will find a way to call upon them. Father, we today,
1: I will pray for our Sunday school teachers today, Lord. Give them strength. Give them the words they need. We pray today, Lord, that you're still with us today, Father. Help us be, God, with us, Father. We pray that you've been a us, today, Father. Lord, forgive us for many sins, prayers and shortcomings,
0: Father. We thank you, for all your blessings of lot, but I thank you most of all Lord, for the night that you saved my God's son. Give us much time to help us ask you, Lord, that you won't be doing this morning, Father. We ask our friends, your son's name.
1: Doctor, like welcome, each and everyone out i the house the man. I'm glad you're here. I'm sure the Lord is glad you're here. Yes. Uh, I appreciate my church, my Christian brothers yes. and sisters, and I desire your prayers. am a little nervous this morning, but if I wouldn't, I'd need to stay sit down and uh, not do anything. I feel like that sometimes God lets me get a little anxious and worry about this thing. And I'll just start. Tell, I'll tell you, I've told you before. I'll start worrying. Just where i get finished today about next week uh, i prayed this week and god sent something to me and i was uh very thankful and then uh he added to it later i was praying about it and and i was on my knees praying about it and god sent something else with it and how he turned things and uh how wonderful he is, he is. and how helpful he is and giving you uh, your heart's desire and that is my heart's desire I, said, bless you know, I just want to be a help of the church yes. I am nothing I promise oh, you that at least among us. but he uh, <clears throat> gave me a thought <clears throat> and the thought is a work in progress yeah. and I began to think about that and I thought how a lot of times in your spiritual life and and things as you grow in the Lord and as you do things for God and uh, there's strength there, but it's also a work in progress where He adds things to help you to get along your journey that you go through. And, uh, I appreciate Him. He's that way. He's that wonderful. And again, I desire your prayers this morning. Uh, you'll find what He gave me is in the book of Jeremiah, the 18th chapter, and I read this. And it just joy to my heart. And uh, if anybody's read uh, a lot, studies quite a bit, you'll know exactly what I'm about to read. Uh, it is a wonderful passage of Scripture that God pinned down for us for a reason. Because He knew there would be a time that we would need that. Uh, down through the years, I'm sure many people have leaned on this. And I've caught myself leaning on it. And I thought about this as I began to study and pray. After I read it 50 or 100 times, I just began to think about what God did when He laid this on uh, Jeremiah's heart to write this down. The 18th chapter, the first verse says this The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise. And go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words. So there were some instructions that God gave him that he needed to do. The first thing he did to do is he had to get up and go do what God told him to do. He had to arise out of his slumber or whatever he was doing and go forth and do what God had laid on his heart do. Uh, that is so very important in our Christian life and the fact that God lays something on your heart it's very important that you arise and you find yourself doing what God would have you doing and then the Lord will cause you to hear His words so if you'll find yourself in a place where you're willing to get up and go do something for God you'll also find that he'll be there and he'll give you some instructions and some help and some things you need to do third verse says this then i went down to the potter's house and behold now remember i've told you many many times about the word behold in the Bible this is for you to put your ears up to listen God is about to tell you something that's going to help you. Now, is it going to help you right now? Maybe. Is it going to help you a week from now? Possibly. Is it going to be something that you're going to go through and that you're going to need some help with? I can guarantee you. That's the reason why he said it. Absolutely. Then I went down to the potter's house and behold, he brought a work <coughs> on the wheels. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. There was some deformities, some things that needed to be straightened out. Now you think about that in your spiritual life. You think about that. The deformities and the things in your life, in my life, So he made again another vessel, as it seemed good to the potter to make it. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, "O house of Israel, can I not, cannot I do with you as this potter? Saith the Lord. Yeah. Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in mine hand." Oh, how's Thank good? So if you'll think about that a little bit, as God begins to work in your life, you see things that you need help with. You see something maybe you might struggle with. You see something that's causing you issues. And He will change things, but as you notice, He's changing the vessel. Did He say He's going to change anything around you? did not. It said <clears throat> Can I not do with you as this potter, behold, as a clay is in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand. God will change you. He may not change the situations around you, but he will change you, to mold you to be what he would have you to be. A bright, glorious vessel to be to be used by him. It we're willing to be used by him <clears throat> that second verse where it says arise and go down to the potter's house and there will i cause them to hear my words so you see yourself as you come in here as this word the potter's house and then begin to think about that as a molding and as a growing as growing in the Lord and where are you going to find a way to be molded? you're going to find your strength in God's word you're going to find your strength in God's word whether it's teaching, preaching, whatever it is there is something in there that will help you in your spiritual and your physical life in your life as you live for God but there's also something there as well and as I was knelt down praying, I began to think about this vessel. And I began to think about how God works it and how he brings things forth. And again, you've heard me say before, the testimonies and things that people bring forth as a help to the church, as help new the Christian brothers and uh, sisters. As you follow God, it's a help to each other. And as we... God shapes and molds us in His image and wants us to do what He happens to do, there's something else that comes. So, therefore, you have taken what God has sent and applied it to your life and those instructions help you do something else. So, God sent me over here and i pray for you tonight. The the Second chapter of the book of Titus. And as God begins to mold us and use us in the way that brings him glory, there's some things that we as Christians and as children of God begin to learn. And as we begin to learn them, what are we going to do with them? What is the purpose that God has sent strength to you? What is the purpose that God has laid something on your heart to do? What is the purpose of you trying your best every day to get as close to God as you can get? Those are reasons. And I'm fixing to tell you what the reason is because there are others who do not know that's true and it is our job as a christian in christian love to teach them the way they should go it is our job as parents to godly correct our children we see them going the wrong direction it is our job to stop them from going in that direction or at least pray and try to stop them because there is some that will not, and they have to learn things the hard way, and I hate them learning the hard way. Yeah. I don't like learning the hard way either. But you try your best to teach them, show them what God would have them to do. Now, whether they take that advice, and that same thing is our spiritual advice that God gives us. Those things are so important that we do. So why, why would we do that? because when you instruct them in a godly manner and they see growth in your life and see you following God and you doing what God had you to do that will encourage them to do what? To follow
0: God.
1: them the ways of God. When you hear one of the little ones singing Jesus loves you it's not because the world taught them that it's because God's people taught them that. When you see one of your children come and pray Feel like I need to pray and go to an altar, that is a strong encouragement for yes, They Don't true. go to me. Go to God about it. It's so important that we teach and we teach them
0: what way they need to go.
1: But there's also some instructions that God wrote down in here for us as parents, as fathers, church members, whoever we are, that we're trying to do for God, whatever we're trying to do. There's a way you have to do it second chapter book of titus says but speak thou things which become sound gospel seek god ask his instructions ask him what he would have you to do what he'd have you to say and follow what he wrote down in here when you do it that is so very important that the aged men be sober grave Temperate, sound in faith. Sound in faith. That means solid
0: with God. No problems. No compromise.
1: It's going to be this way, and that's the way it's going to be. I'm sorry you don't like it, but I'm not sorry you don't like it. In charity, Impatience. The aged women be like the aged women. Likewise, they behave be in behavior that becometh holiness. Not false accusers. Not giving much wine. Teachers of good. Teachers of good. It's not always popular at the house, but it's meaningful yes. That's not the way to go. This yes. is not the way you want to go. And I do, I can promise you this with everything in me. My kids get tired of hearing me talk. But on the other side of that, I get tired of them not listening. Bless
0: you.
1: What about God? You think about that just for a second in the spiritual life. God's trying to teach us and try and show us which way to go to give us instructions. He wrote them down. And we don't even look at them. And when he says something, we just kind of turn around and look like we didn't know who's talking. I don't know exactly who's talking. Yep. That they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children. And remember, we got this all from class. As God seemed fit, that we go down to the potter's house and he gives us instructions that we should learn. The fifth verse says this to be discreet. Now, this is what we're supposed to be as we Are in the Potter's hand. To understand, just certain things that you need to keep between you and God. Chase keepers (laughs) at home, good, obedient to their husbands, that the word of God be not blessed. You heard me say this before. Everything that we do is contrary to what God wants to do. The world lays it right on the fortune church. And blasphemes the, the name of God in our daily life. Young men likewise exhort to be sober minded. In all things, shewing thyself pattern of good works did you catch that right there a pattern of good works. that means that you when you make a fabric or any kind of garment you got you got a pattern to go by you cut it out and it becomes something whether it's working working wood working in whatever you're working in it becomes something so therefore your life should be a pattern of good works so if something you were leading someone that they would follow you, they would find themselves to the fruit of the In doctrine, shewing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, sound speech that cannot be condemned that he that is the contrary may be ashamed having no evil thing to say we've lost that a lot this world out there we're not ashamed of nothing surely not a lot of times we don't teach them no difference we don't teach them no no different. Exhort servants to be obedient unto their own ministers, and to please them well in all things not answering him, not prolonging, but shewing all good fidelity that they may adorn the doctrine of God our Savior in all things. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared unto all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust we should live soberly and righteously <coughs> and godly in this present world it's important that you come to the father's house and let you work on the floor. looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of the of great God and our Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquities, and purifying himself a particular people, zealous of good works. These things, these things speak and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise him, He is there are a lot of times we have lost our way. I don't know about you, but sometimes even trying to seek God, you can still lose your way. you true. And find yourself chasing a rabbit down the road to where God wants you to be. And you uh, <clears throat> being careful you find yourself looking away. If you ain't careful, you'll find yourself not being where God's habit is. And if you ain't careful, you'll find yourself giving an opinion that God never was in. And in all these things, that word there where it says, may be a shame. So your life that you live for God should be a wake-up call for someone around you that's not doing that. That's true. That's right. But you should put your focus on what God would have you do and what He would have you be. And one of those things is coming to God's house. So following what the Lord said. Finding your place in His house. Finding yourself being willing to be molded into what He would have you Finding yourself in his will, finding yourself that the desires of your heart are on him, and finding yourself in a place that others would question their lives just by being in your presence. Because they're probably going to come in here, but they're going to see you out like there. And if anyone asks where you've been, you can say, I've been to the Father's house. And He's been working on me. And if I've done anything to hurt you or anything to offend you or anything, I apologize for that. If I did it in myself, but if I did it in God, I can't apologize for that because it. I can't do anything about that. But it's important that as we become what God would have us to be, that we lean on the fact that we can't change anything so if you'll notice what god sent him down there to do to find out that there wasn't anything he could do about the mark, or anything he could do about the discrep- discrepancies within that clay but what he did is he molded and made another vessel a good one a godly vessel one the one that was very very nice that was molded out of a big clump of nothing so when God works and when you go to the potter's house and you get the instructions they're not meant to hurt you they're meant to help you and you'll find a change in you that you couldn't change you'll find strength in you that you didn't have you'll find peace that was nowhere to be found in yourself you'll find hope and then you in all that you'll find yourself being a help. And you're not even trying to do anything to please God and be what God would have you say. You're simply going to the father's house and let him work out those imperfections that are in your life. And by listening to what God had you to do, and by teaching those others around you what God would have been to them to do. Again, you must go in love you cannot go in yourself you cannot go in hatefulness you have to go and you have to wait on God and follow God right. as not to hurt someone And when God shows you what you need to do because you're on the other end and he'll take care it. of it and when we get problems about it and there'll be peace about it I don't know if you've done it but I've had to do it I've had to go to somebody and apologize or say something you know to them and I find that they actually knew I was kind and actually knew why I was there. And actually expected me to be there. So a lot of times when we think that things can't be fixed or things can't be taken care of, God can take care of but it. But it'll have to be in his what? So it'll have to be in his love, it'll have to be through his instructions. But the first part of this, it says, But speak thou the things which become sound doctrine. When they see God in your life. They'll see some sounds. They'll see a pattern of God. They'll see you going to the parlor's house and find out that you're not anything, but you'll find out that you'll be looking to God for everything and finding Him, you willing to be shaped into what He would have you to be. And when you find yourself being willing to be shaped into what God would have you to be and find you're being used in the way God would have you to be used, then you'll also find that there's things... That has been taken away. See, when the potter took that clay and began to mold, he, he took the vessel that wasn't any good and he broke it, and he made it again into a worthy vessel. <coughs> it's true. So when they see the imperfections that was in your life, but you keep going to the potter's house, and those things that you used to do, you don't do them more. Those places you used to go, you you <coughs> refuse to go. Those things you used to say, you don't say them anymore and they'll find out that you have been somewhere that they've not they'll find out that there's a difference in who you are and you're growing in God and his grace and his mercy but you have to be a willing vessel and you'll have to do this you will have to arise and go down to the potter's house where I will cause thee to hear my words. Now, who said that? The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and now I will cause thee to hear my words. So and I began to think about this when I was studying this also. Jesus used a lot of parables. Parable. <coughs> Earthly story with a heavenly meaning. Well, this is the Old Testament. Where do you think he learned how to do parables? God just gave us a parable right here. God did this. This is the Old Testament. It's before Jesus came. So, God used parables too. And guess who he taught how to use parables? The son. So, therefore, this is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. The clay is you, the potter. It's God. The change comes from Him. The health, the strength. Everything that's in your life that's good is here. Everything that's the contrary did not come from God. So, therefore, we need to pursue Him. And did you notice that He didn't order the change? God said, go here. My word, I'm going to tell you something that's going to help you. I'm going to show you something. You can't straighten it out yourself. You can't fix it yourself. But if you'll sit back and look to me and lean on me and follow what I'm telling you to do, I will fix that. I will take care of that. I will help you with that. And you will have nothing involved in it except for one thing, and that is to go to the Potter's house and be willing to be shaped into what God would have you to be and be willing to accept the change as those things fall off and don't become they're not a sound doctrine so they fall off and they don't become as important anymore, they don't really mean anything anymore, they don't help you anymore you find yourself desiring God's word, you find yourself desiring to go to the house of the Lord you'll find yourself desiring to ask God what his opinion of something is his instructions and if you don't give you instructions it ain't happening once you find yourself in that place you'll begin to see the smoothness you begin to see how God's working you and how he's using you and how he's moving those things out of your way and building you up and then you'll find yourself instructing others on how God works on how to be saved on how to live. Their job, so you can lead them here, they've got to pick that up and do it themselves. They have to be willing to be molded into what God will have them to do. That is their choice. You keep praying, God will work it out. You keep praying, God will move it. You keep praying, you keep instructing, you say, no, that is not the way to go here it is let me explain to you how to do it all this way you know what they're going to do sometimes they're going to listen sometimes they're not but you know what you do you stay at the house Amen. you stay you keep that pattern all trimmed up and cleaned up to make that vessel that God will have you be. you keep on doing exactly the same thing you've done is going and letting God mold you in the way he have you to be going and letting God use you in the way he have to use you doing what God would have you to do, being what God would have you to be, and you'll find a pattern. And you know what? There'll be something happening. They'll begin to be a Not of you, but of what God is doing in your life, that they're not getting. The peace that they have no idea anything about. The help they're, they're searching for that they can't find. You will find that in god you will find that in his word and you will find that at the potter's house following and listening to the instructions that god will give you and he will use you as well if you are willing to be molded by him but the first thing you have to do is one thing arise you've got to get up put your feet on the floor make preparations make this place a priority in your life Amen. make Amen. this place everything you miss everything out over yes. Amen. not Amen. this Amen. not everything you do and then kind of fit this in somewhere. And I know God understands sickness God understands sickness you just can't help it. he knows all about that but he knows when we're supposed to be the part of house and we're not Amen. 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 and there's no molding there's no shaping of God if you're not here in His house and listening to what God wants you to hear because I promise you I did not sit down and this is all through prayer and me searching with God's help for what He have me to say what He had me do and the same thing comes a lot differently when it comes in the Word because God sends that differently and He uses His men the way He does and it's true. He calls them to he sends that more on direct line than, than I can search through and pray and keep digging and keep digging and they they, they got to be ready now. So they've already had to pray and dig already and then God will use that when they do. But it's so important that we, we, we be willing to let God mold us in what He has to do. That we can show others the way they need to go. And it comes tenfold into every part of your life that you find yourself in a place that you would be honoring God and the world will be ashamed and God will get the glory and it will be a sound doctrine it will be solid it will be solid it will be a pattern (laughs) for someone to learn from <clears throat> mold it out. So when you find yourself in that place can and willing to be there, they'll use And I appreciate the Lord. I appreciate my church. Yes. I appreciate my preaching, brother and sister. But most of all, I appreciate the Lord showing me what He had me to say. Bless but a work the in progress is what we are. And that's the reason why we need to come to mobile. We might have got a blemish last week that we aren't proud of. But God needs to work out today.
0: He might need to tell us something, but we might need to
1: talk to him about somebody. And that is needful. It is needful. Anybody got anything that's funny?
0: Puede ser
1: Anybody else? se me I appreciate you too, Maria.
2: More than that, I appreciate the Father's house. Sure. I was thinking, uh, one day this week, and it's not always that stuff comes flooding at you, but sometimes it doesn't. One day this week, I was just sitting there, and all at once it just came flooding. You were talking about them pinning things down that you might not need right now, but you might need in a week. You might need this. and for All at once messages from 20, 30 years ago just came flooding through my heart and in my mind, and
0: God Absolutely. said, do
2: you remember what your desire Mm-hmm. Do you remember to get your corner? Do you remember you're walking in a trail by the water? Did you remember? And he brought all of these messages back that I have heard all of my life. And you, did you remember God needs a church? And these were messages that men of God had brought in my life. And I was right. one time they all just came yeah. and hit me in the face. And I was like, God, I thank you. Thank you for what you've yeah. given me in my life. Food that I can go <coughs> that i can reach back on and eat on that was 30 years ago and i'm still living on it today and i thank him for that thank him for the potter's house where i can go and get strength that i need been good in my life i'm glad i'm saved i don't know what i'd do without him there's a joy i can't explain and he's been so good to me Right.
1: appreciate that it's important yeah as a pattern that you find yourself will all house to be molded by Him it'll change your life it absolutely change your life and I told you this the other day and I'll tell you again you can be as close to God as you want to He's right there available as close to God as you want to He won't turn nobody away He won't strip you at all He'll take you right in Gotta be willing to get on that wheel. Shed some things. Let him mold
0: you.
1: Whether you like it or not, he'll send something. You might not like it. But if you get on that wheel, see, like I told you. He didn't have no control over what that father did. You don't have no control over what God's doing in your life, but he knows what you need. He knows what it'll take to make a vessel of And he knows what the need is there. What needs to be done and what you need in your life before you need
0: it.
1: He'll send something before you even need it. He's just that I appreciate each and every one of you. Anybody else? i
0: what going to have a little break